Okay, I am here with Lawrence Boswell, um, photographer extraordinaire, <laughs> who I adore so much. It has been phenomenal watching you work and network and connect with people over the last, gosh, couple of years of like, yeah, a couple of years, I think, and just seeing your growth. So when I was thinking about who I needed to talk to about branding images and their importance, the only name that came to mind was yours. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're making me blush already. I know, so. right? <laughs> that is my job as podcast host is make people blush. Perfect. So I love my job description. <laughs> um, just right off the bat, tell me, what is your superpower? Oh, geez. What's my superpower? I would say my superpower is um, making people feel comfortable. A lot of people have actually told me that. Um, I have like this sense of aura or presence about me that just makes people feel at ease when they're around me. I would agree with that for sure. (laughs) Um, You did my daughter's senior photos last year. And if anyone's more awkward and introverted and quiet than I am, in, in real life, <laughs> <laughs> right. it would be my daughter. And I think she had a really great time with you. So thank you for that. Yeah. And I love her. Yeah. Us. Tell me about yourself. Like what is, how'd you get into photography? Um, so I got into photography probably, well, in high school, actually. I stole my dad's camera. <laughs> Just looked at YouTube videos um, on how to work a camera. I've always been interested in artwork. I used to draw a lot, and then I wanted to change mediums. So nice. picked up my dad's camera, you know, played around with all my friends. And then in college, I actually bought my own camera. Oh, look at you moving up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, literally used the last of my savings to buy a camera off a friend because I wanted one so bad. Um, and I did the same thing. I just stole all of my friends when they weren't working on homework and said, Hey, I want to test this thing out on you. Like, can we take pictures? I love that. And so it kind of grew from there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. How long ago was that? Um, probably like eight or nine years ago now. Oh, you baby. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I love it. Today we're going to like deep dive into the world of professional and professional looking images because you know so many people in the beauty industry are taking their before and after photos of their clients um so really just honing and and needing those branding images of themselves to get their ideal client to them so really just diving into the importance of all the aspects of a good photo and and why it's important and how that can help their business so let's do it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Awesome. Okay. First of all, basics. Why is having solid, good photos important? Um, I try to educate people on this a lot, but um, how the world is working these days is everything is almost visual, right? You're either on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, watching a video or seeing a photo And so it's so essential to have photos that actually capture people's attention because oftentimes people can't even hold a five-second attention span, you know, with all the distractions out there and whatnot. And so you need something that stands out and looks good. Otherwise, people will just keep scrolling. Absolutely. What have you found? This is not in the questions I had you peruse a (laughs) second ago, but it, it came up. What have you found to be images or the difference between images that stand out and capture that attention in those initial seconds 
And what doesn't? Coming from a photographer's perspective, (laughs) (laughs) um, lighting, Mm -hmm. everything comes down to lighting. If a photo is properly lit and has a good composition, Mm -hmm. um, then that tends to catch people's eye a little bit more. It's so simple, but so profoundly impactful. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so so many people get stuck where they're at because they're afraid to get in front of the camera. But in today's age of social media marketing, being stuck in that place could potentially mean not being able to move forward. So you said this is your superpower, but how do you help people feel comfortable in front of that camera lens? That's a good question. I have a lot of clients that are actually in that boat where they come to me and they off the hand say, I hate my picture taken. I don't look good. Can you make me look better? (laughs) And honestly, it always makes me sad to hear that because I truly believe everyone's beautiful inside and out. And so, um, what really helps is I talk to them during our session. So it's not like, uh, Hey, come get your picture taken a few clicks. We're done. See ya. Get out my door. You know, I actually like to take time and get to know my clients a little bit, where they're from, what business they're doing, how can I help them? And, and then during the session, I really enjoyed showing people the photos that we are getting on the back of the camera so they can see right away, like, what they actually look like, if they want to change anything about their hair or their makeup or, you know, the angle that I'm taking the photo at. So that also helps get people a little bit more comfortable is actually seeing the process versus taking a photo, going home and being like, oh, I didn't really love how these turned out. Yeah. It's kind of like that real-time feedback. Yeah. I imagine that gives people a sense of control. Yes. And I feel like being in front of the camera, you are feeling like you don't have much control at all. Exactly. And so I love that you do that. And you definitely did do that with, with my daughter. Oh, and yeah. That was yeah. so fun. <laughs> You're I was like, like, I hope I did. did I do it? <laughs> well, at least I got to look at them yes, in the back of the camera. Because I, so. I get excited about it. I'm like, these are looking great. And you I want to show my that. Oh my gosh. So adorable. Reasons I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So I guess people might not understand what brand photography is so what would your definition of branding photography be branding photography would be um photographing any type of service or product that you offer so let's say you're a massage therapist and you want to show clients what your space looks like how you actually do the massages um and who you work on you need photos of that that would be called branding because you're literally educating people through photos what you're offering i love that i feel like you're kind of the bridge between branding and marketing where it's taking their brand story and turning it into those marketing pieces Mm -hmm. to visually capture who they want to come to their space yes exactly because everyone has a story and we want to show that right it's true everyone's got a vibe and a and an energy they want to bring into their space. Um, And that's exactly how you do it, is sharing who you are and who you want in your space. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Awesome. Okay. Um, So that said, how can brand imagery affect one's reputation, whether it's um, through good or bad photos? Meaning like, you know, I feel like when I go to someone's account or feed and the like they may have the most knowledgeable 
like encyclopedia of skin (laughs) care. But if their photos look awful, I'm going to make assumptions about their knowledge. So I guess that's kind of what I mean. What I'm asking is how have you seen photography and imagery affect someone's reputation? Yeah, exactly what you described is, again, we're very visual people and how the world is working now is everything is visual. So the importance of a brand photographer is to really showcase, you know, a service or product the best way possible. So people actually stop to look at it and want to partake in that service or product because you're right. I wouldn't really want to go to a massage therapist that took photos with their phone in a dingy dark room. That doesn't sound appealing to me and that doesn't look like a fun experience. It looks like something you might end up in prison for. Right. However, if you had a brand photographer take professional photos of a massage therapist place, maybe in a dim lit area, but it Mm -hmm. looks more welcoming, inviting, relaxing, then instantly you would be more drawn to that company and partaking in their service. Absolutely. Whether it's, you know, um, warranted or not, like your perception of their ability is elevated. Right. Absolutely. So aside from like lighting, what are some things people consider when taking branding branding photos? When they come to you and ask for your advice or your opinion on like location or, or lighting dim or bright or things like that, what kind of decisions are you talking about with your clients? I always like to go over the vibe of the photo shoot. So I ask my clients, are you looking for more of a bright, open look? Or are you looking for more of a contrast, dark and moody look? And that could really distinct, make your brand distinct, you know, one or the other. Also, location is super important. I do like to do photos on location, though, because I find that it's more inviting to go to a website and actually see what the space looks like and who I'm working with versus just stock images or, you know, this super pretty space, but then you arrive on site and it's completely different than you expected. So. Absolutely. We talk about, you know, the lighting, the vibe, but also the location and how we can showcase their space or the people that work there the best way. Awesome. How do you think color and texture affect imagery? Oh, color definitely affects imagery, for sure. Um, Depending on, like, the brand or, I guess, the company that I'm working for, color can make a huge difference. Um, I would say it has a bigger play in product photography because Mm -hmm. you can get really bold and colorful, you know, images with products that really make them stand out with a service though color, as long as it's coordinated as far as like their space and what they're wearing, then it looks good. What would be your maybe three hot tips for someone with product photography? Cause especially with, you know, hair stylists and skincare therapists and, you know, people selling products who may not be able to bring someone like you in to do it professionally. And they're just trying to create content for themselves. What would be three things you could tell them to help them elevate their photos? Sure. Are these clients, I guess, taking 
phone photos or are they Ooh, their own camera? Good what's, call. <laughs> what equipment are they using? Because what would be the difference in your top three tips? Well, if they're using phone photos, it's probably going to be phone photos. Which usually happens a lot. <laughs> um, Photography really is all about lighting, mm-hmm. and that's what I teach a lot through my own um, Instagram and through my own business, even to other photographers, is that if you don't know lighting, then you learn don't it. really know photography, <laughs> yeah, because you have to learn how to manipulate light in certain situations and get mm-hmm. different looks. So even with a phone, you can get some pretty decent product shoots if you place your product in the right light. If you don't have studio lighting, you know, like a professional photographer would, then really bright window light is a really great option. Um, my tip number two would be to have a less distracting background. So oh, with any yeah. product, you really want to showcase the product, not what scene it's in. Mm-hmm. So most likely just a blank wall or a nice textured wall. Um, but nothing really else to distract the eye from what you're actually selling. Gotcha. And then I guess my third tip would be to save up and hire a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. That's fair. I would I would concur with that. <laughs> I'll give you his website later. <laughs> um, okay. On the flip side, what things aside from bad lighting contribute to <laughs> low quality imagery? Besides bad lighting, hmm. bad composition. <laughs> <laughs> Explain composition, because I feel like a lot of people probably don't don't really, really understand what, what I mean. that is. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're using it, but they don't even realize it. Right. So it's a little hard to describe without actually seeing it. But mm-hmm. composition really comes down to like I'm sure you've heard of the golden rule or golden eye, like the rule of thirds. Yeah. To place your object essentially either in the center of the of the photo or on one of the third axes, so it's like you know a third of the photo right something to draw kind of your eye to Mm -hmm. kind of creates that visual interest when it's like offset a little bit but still in like those third quadrants yeah exactly okay for someone who doesn't know uh who hasn't taken like art classes um maybe break down uh so like if we're looking at a photo you know, in your phone and you're looking at that rectangle of space or that square of space that is an Instagram post and you were to draw two lines across it going vertically and diagonally, that's creating basically nine blocks right right in the photo. So the thirds we're talking about is like that, that third of a section either going vertically or horizontally. Right. Hopefully that paints like a, (laughs) paints a word picture for some people. (laughs) If you want more of a like practical tip, um, go to YouTube. Just kidding. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say a lot of people, um, just get the angle wrong. Mm. So if you're, for example, doing a product, then you really want to be horizontal with the product. So bring your phone down to about your waist Mm -hmm. instead of taking it from, you know, your face or your we're not doing Arm, selfie yeah. angles of products, yeah, right? Yeah, so actually bring it down so you're face on with the product versus okay. a weird, you know, weird angle from wherever you're standing. Gotcha. That's a good tip. I feel like a lot of people, especially me, yeah. <laughs> is probably trying to be all artsy with like angles right. and whatnot. If you want to do it at an angle, do it at a 45 degree angle. Ooh, yep. hot tip express right there. I yep. love it. I just learned me something new today. <laughs> 
So we talked about how good quality imagery can build a brand, but how, how do you think bad images is going to hurt a brand? It may be like some specific tangible ways, like lack of trust or, you know, things like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll start with that one. Just lack of trust. Like you said, um, doesn't really make your, your client base want to purchase from you if mm-hmm. you know they can't see what your product actually is or what it does effectively um, because of the poor imagery um, that's kind of where I guess circling back to where branding photography comes into place is like right. you actually want to teach your clients how to use your product and if you're not even doing that through phone photos then why would they buy from you mm-hmm. if they don't really know how to use it or where to use it or when to use it and so that's part of the education part of getting professional photos. So maybe action shots might be more effective than just like a picture of the bottle. Right. For certain, yeah, for certain products, for sure. Right. I mean, obviously everyone knows like what mascara is or what <laughs> lipstick is. So maybe right. not, you don't have to have action shots of that, but, mm-hmm. but you know, other products that are maybe newer on, that are coming out could use some action shots just well, to get so, some education. Yeah. So basically if you're if you're thinking you might need to educate a client on what something is doing or what it is for, right. maybe rethinking just sticking the bottle in front of your phone. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> um, I, circling back to something you said before where, you know, if you're just using stock imagery um, and throwing that up on your website, your social, your social media, and then someone comes to your space and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is not the same thing. I feel like that creates like a, a huge disconnect. And when you're trying to get people to trust you, like we're asking people to come sit half naked on our table in a dark room so right. we can like rub their face. <laughs> Essentially, like that takes a certain level of trust. And, you know, anything you can do to build that trust, I feel like through consistency and cohesiveness and imagery from social media to website to your physical space right. is going to be phenomenal. And help you like, like skyrocket instead of just kind of float along. Right. I think the number one thing is just to be cohesive in all that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny, and I did. I was blushing when you first introduced <laughs> me because I've been in business for almost two years now. But a lot of people do know me because I've been very consistent across all the boards. Absolutely. So, through Facebook, through Instagram, through my website, through LinkedIn, through my Google My Business. Mm-hmm. If you go to any of those sites, you would know exactly who you're getting, what we're doing, and what quality work you can get from um, me. So Definitely. And I have seen when you've needed to or wanted to pivot, it still stayed true to who you are. Right. In, in your messaging and how you spoke and came across. Mm-hmm. And so maybe what you did changed or adjusted as you grew, but you still stayed so consistent and very trustworthy because of that consistency. Yes. You did phenomenal at that. <laughs> um, okay. So when a beauty professional is able to hire a photographer, oh, like you, <laughs> yeah. um, how can they effectively communicate with you, with whoever they hire in order to make sure they're getting that cohesiveness and that consistency to what their brand is. So I really like to take time to either do a video call or a phone call or even in person if possible Mm -hmm. and really do a sit down consultation with my client and say, 
let's look at your brand right now. Are you changing anything about your brand? Are you not branded? And are we branding it with photos? And then we kind of go over some basic questions like, what kind of mood and vibe are you going for? Is this a light and airy? Is this a dark and moody? Is this something in between? Um, where are we photographing these images? Are they in your you know, massage parlor or is it somewhere else? Or do we need models involved? Um, I get that a lot too. By the way, some people, I will just throw this in there, but some people like to use their own clientele uh-huh. as models, which has worked out half the time. <laughs> but I will totally suggest hiring models because it just makes the process a lot more professional, easy, yeah. and the images a lot cleaner and nicer Okay. most of the time. Why do you feel like it only works out about half the time to use their current clients? <laughs> um, well, because it depends on what... Depends on how comfortable their current clients are in front of the camera. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, why we pay models is because they actually know how to do their own makeup and style their, you know, wardrobe and bring extra outfits. But when people use their own clients, they don't know all that information. Right. And it could be very overwhelming to ask someone to say, hey, you need to come to this shoot prepared like this and you're doing all this work basically for free and bring all the outfits yeah which isn't really fair yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah (laughs) (laughs) when you think about it that way you're like ooh, free services but it's like "Mm, is it worth it to give up your time and your services and your product for people who don't really know how to be a model right nice okay um what are the most important things to you as a photographer for people to know about doing a photo shoot with you? That's a good question. <laughs> it's like, no one ever asks me what yeah. I want. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, who would like, who would be your dream client that you could work with if they, from consultation, from reaching out to you to consultation, to the photo shoot, to post, right? Like, who would your dream client, personality-wise or work ethic-wise, be? I think, for me, it would be really nice to have clients who are showing up prepared. So they are showing up with a color scheme, with what their brandings are already like, and what they want to emulate, essentially. That makes my job a lot easier. Um, Even location-based, or I can look at location, but someone who's very straightforward on exactly what they want out of their photo shoot um and then willing to put in the money up front to really make it a professional shoot and and not you know cut corners for example if we need to hire models of any kind hand models full body models whatever that we can do that without it being an issue or trying to get whoever family member can come on site and do it definitely like if you're gonna do it do it yeah exactly (laughs) so those are the dream clients who just really kind of know from the start this is what i want this is how the feel we're gonna do um this is our budget and you know go with it awesome um if someone if someone's space maybe isn't ideal for photography sure what would be your best advice for a location to do imagery in? So there's two options. Uh Uh-huh. Because this actually happened with one of my clients. Okay. Um, I did photos for a chiropractic 
um, office and it was an older building mm-hmm. and we had walked in and we're like these photos will not turn out super great oh, no. in your space just because it's just an older setting and mm-hmm. it just doesn't look super great it's not the level of professional yeah. image you want yeah so we actually gave them some suggestions and we said they decided to paint a wall they decided to put up um they're actually sound like what are they called sound panels but they create an image on the wall okay so kind of like the egg crate looking things or yeah but they created a whole like kind of mural or image oh cool like a mountain side how fun and then they got some fake plants and a few new office chairs and then we told them how to rearrange their room and so really on their end you know it probably didn't cost a a ton of money to do the updates and all their clients afterwards said they love the new space they love the new look and their photos turned out way better than if we were to do it before that i feel we, like we got a bonus tip with that yeah. like yeah. update your space like diy your space exactly. to professionalism yeah <laughs> and it shouldn't take much even if it is just you know some yeah. paint on the wall and maybe a few fake plants or just swap out your chairs like that can make a huge difference definitely i Good tip. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So what's it like once the photo shoot is over? Like what is your process as far as editing and getting the images ready for them to see, to pick the ones they want? Um, what's that look like for you? Because I feel like so many people think, why is a photographer charging me so much for an hour's worth of work? But then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We, we don't know how many hours goes into editing. Sure. So tell me about that. Ever since I started my business, I've projected myself as a commercial photographer and I use a lot of studio lighting. And there's a good reason for that because I really strive to get the lighting just right out of camera so that my editing process is actually easier mm-hmm. and that you get a better quality image from the get-go. Um, so after the shoot, I always send my clients a gallery link and that allows them to preview almost all the photos from the session. Of course, I'll throw out ones that didn't work or mm-hmm. were super blurry or whatever. But I really like my clients to pick the photos that they want. Um, if they're doing more of a branding shoot, I will definitely have more of a say on what should probably go on their website yeah. or You're on like, their mm-hmm. Instagram. Are you sure you want that one? Yeah, but I will definitely, <laughs> you know, cull through maybe a little bit more so that they don't pick any ones that wouldn't look good for that. Mm-hmm. But I give them a gallery link. They get to choose which photos they want. And then I go in and edit them. And one thing that sets me apart from a lot of photographers here is I actually go in and edit each individual photo in Photoshop. Okay. So I'm not doing a Lightroom if you're familiar with the program, um, you're not batch editing. Yeah, like. you batch edit. I don't, or slap a filter on my photos. Mm-hmm. If you look at my past clients and different work, I have a very good, you know, a very consistent style, but every photo shoot turns out different mm-hmm. because it's not the same lighting. It's not the same color grading. It's not the same, you know, editing process. Right. We're not, we're not slapping on, what is it? <laughs> Instagram filters. Filter. <laughs> everywhere like oh my gosh can we stop please (laughs) so i'll actually go in on each individual photo zoom in and i remove blemishes from the face i like to remove straightaway hairs as well Mm -hmm. um, especially people who have you know longer hair 
and that can be a problem. And then anything distracting in the image and then make sure the lighting is up to par to my quality and standard. What a wonderful service you provide yeah. us all. <laughs> <laughs> Just clean it up a little bit. Definitely. Wash it up. Not many photographers do that like image by image. Like no, you said, it's, it's like don't. that batch, like every image gets the same edit. Right. So that's why I charge what I charge. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, you're fabulous. And thank you so much for being thank with you. me today yeah. and talking all things branding photography. Anytime. I had so much fun. All right. I will leave his website in the show notes and you can go hire him for all, all the things. So, and be sure to follow him because he does post lots of good tips and tricks and things like that. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me.